90s now, or then, or now, or both. Yeah, both. With Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Hey, that's us. It is. Hi, Kel. Hi, Sharon Highland. Is that you? It's, it's me. Oh, my gosh. I've added a few uh, wrinkles and gray hairs from the summer sun. <laughs> I hardly recognize you. <laughs> I look like a member of the Golden Girls. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the next season of 90s Now. We tackle all the tough stuff on this podcast, like music, fun, television, pop culture, fashion. Fun. Did I say that already? Yes, you Technology. <laughs> There's so much. There's probably less in the way of technology. Uh, but thankfully, any technology that we will wrangle, and by we, I mean uh, our friend Adam, who arrived halfway through our favorite decade, is Hello. on the board. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for listening to 90s Now. What do we got going on today, Kel? We have a lot to talk about. Duff McKagan. We've got Kurt Cobain. I think we have less to talk about Duff McKagan compared to what he was able to guzzle down. Also, also true. A little uh, Sharon Stone action. <laughs> and uh, the list goes on. Actually, uh, something about Princess Diana as well. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And we'll also do, uh, we have trivia today. We do have the trivia. And I know also that we're going to go summer-themed on a Fast Five for later on in the show. Fancy. Super fancy. Let's talk about uh, Duff McKagan's uh, ability to uh, knock down a big gulp or two. Exactly. So he just guested on another podcast, one that we're not hosting. What? Yeah. So he, uh, he hung out with um, Chris Cornell's daughter on uh, a podcast that she's doing. And they uh, discussed, like, obviously all of the things that he's been through uh, in his life, which included, at one point, guzzling, according to him, a gallon of vodka a day. Can I can't even imagine. Yeah, and uh, also lots of cocaine at the time. And then I believe he took other pills to offset the of energy course. of the cocaine. Yeah, the alcohol brings you down, the coke brings you up, and something's got to level you off. Exactly. It's quite a sport. It is, exactly. So there was a lot going on, but I thought it was great that he um, guested on the podcast with uh, with Chris Cornell's daughter because, you know, to be able to share that with someone who is obviously missing her dad because mm-hmm. he had his own addiction troubles, as we all know. Yep. So um, I just thought it was, was, it was great. And he actually credited, uh, Duff credited in his little chat with her that um, Slash helped him with his sobriety, I guess, initially. Nice. And I read his book. Same uh, here. Oh, my God. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, It's So Easy and Other Lies is what it's called. I guess it's been out like four or five years already. At least that, yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't read it, it's amazing. It's, it's so It's a great good. read. And it talks a lot about how he used um, martial arts to get himself right again. I guess if he had the choice of martial arts and martial mathers. Yeah. He picked the right one. He did, yeah. (laughs) And if you want to check out, by the way, uh, the podcast, it's a mental health podcast. It's called Mind Wide Open, and it's Lily Cornell. Uh, And how old is she now? Would you say? I want to say, what, 14, 17? And she has her own podcast. Yeah. Incredible. Our competition is teenage. (laughs) Uh, But good for her for doing that. Uh, Chris Cornell, they just released a song that... um, uh, he had taught his daughter how to play on guitar, and for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the song, and I'm totally blanking on it. Guns N' Roses' Patience. Oh, she yes. knows how to play that on guitar? Well, That's she, amazing. Chris Cornell taught his daughter that, and mm-hmm. it was a nice connector, and they've since released that. His wife uh, has released that as a song. So neat that the whole connection is Guns N' Roses and the ripple effect of... Uh, of of that is of there still getting through it? Is there still drama going on with her, the wife of Chris Cornell, and the band? Because remember, things went sideways. 
I'm not sure. You know what? I think that uh, it would be my guess that in the heat of it, when you're when everything's so yeah. raw, you're probably not. Uh, it's not a good idea to make decisions. Yeah, because so I know if, if was... we're not hearing about it, it's probably been settled. That's my okay. guess. I hope so. Yeah, because I know there was a lot of questioning over who owns what. I believe was going on, so it got a bit contentious for sure. And it wasn't right away. I think the first couple of months of his death or after his death, it was whatever I guess it needed to be. And then things. I guess when business decisions started needing to be made, then things went sideways. And there's stuff that happens too in bands where you, you, you're like a family, so you you talk work within the family mm-hmm. and you don't write things down so you have an agreement or an understanding with your brother your sister whoever's in your band and you don't bring it home to say well this is what we decided about the band dear should anything happen to me this yeah but then it happens and whoever's left behind gets panicky about the the uh reputation of the person that's gone and it goes a little haywire i know that happened with steely dan too oh yeah okay, okay. big time big time but there we are. Here so we are. good on uh, Duff McKagan for doing that, mm-hmm. completing the circle, and um, yeah, and that's good. And good on her for yeah. I, it sounds like it's a positive situation for her, and hopefully, because she, I'm sure, has gone. I don't, I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm certain losing your father at such a young age causes its own level of mental health, yeah, concerns. Totally, you know. I have some experience in that area, right? Because you were 16, right? I was 16 years old. Okay. There was no podcasting then, Kelly. No, to help you through it. <laughs> no, just cassettes. And just cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> Mixtapes, that got me through. Good That's enough. <laughs> yeah. Adam uh, wasn't born yet when cassettes were still around. Uh, Actually, he was. He was still in there, 94. It's good. Just wasn't using them yet. Yeah. The first, the <laughs> was first, using them for teething. The yeah. first thing <laughs> music-related I ever got was a CD. So oh, I had a Walkman, a Discman, sorry, and yeah. a CD. I had a Discman too. And would you not agree that that was a stupid <laughs> a piece of equipment? There was no, it's yep. like walking around with a, a turntable. Yeah. You can't bump or do you anything. You can't jog it with it. Yeah. No. It's too big for your pockets. And I will always give credit to the Sony Walkman, man. That, those things were indestructible. And you could, and so if you'd go for a run with it, because I used to do that all the time, you got like a weight workout in yeah. on the, at the same time. Because <laughs> the yellow it, one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had the, because um, for a while in the 90s, they got awesome and they had like the fluorescent colors. So Hell I, yeah. I had the fluorescent, like, I guess, uh, green if you will call it Worn, that well or foam green Ooh. one of those and th- that thing was indestructible but until my sister ran it over with the tractor and then <laughs> then, then things went then sideways it, it there turned too. into being destructible yeah, exactly. <laughs> i was so mad and also i used to make lots of mixtapes and my sister's older right so i felt kind of cool like i was the one that was making all the mixtapes and all that stuff but then she would come and steal my tapes and not return them and so i had to get a secret hiding place for all of my mixtapes because i was like if you can't return them tanya like and put them back in alphabetical order bad news i've got a question Mm -hmm. yeah how did you do mixtapes how did it work skill uh, yeah skill Skill. it's sort of like it's sort of like um you have to have the touch, right? So with when you do editing on uh, computers now, yeah, it's you, you have to line figure out up. that fade. Yeah. You got to you got to line it up properly. But how did you record the songs? Or how, 
I have n- honestly no clue well, sometimes how to work. With your stereo, yeah. <laughs> with your hi-fi, <laughs> not ah. your Wi-Fi, but your hi-fi, you had your cassette player attached to your whole system. Yeah. So one fed into the other. So you could just okay. hit, you hit play, record, and pause. Yep. And then you gently lift the pause and it starts slow. And you can create a mix like that. Yeah. And I'm, it was especially helpful if you were recording off the yeah. radio. And then I actually, <laughs> I actually had a setup. So I had two CD players and a mixer. Like, my setup was the size of Alaska. You know what I mean? Like, there was a lot going on. So then I would record it to my uh, cassette player, but I was mixing on CDs or whatever. Nice. That's wicka, why I did wicka, it. Wicka. Like that. But the it was funny. You know. I, the more you know. And I remember, like, I was so happy to have that setup. Like, I felt like such a rock star. Yeah. And it's so funny because looking back now, uh, obviously my career choice was the right one. You yeah. know? like Totally. <laughs> totally. So. Agreed. Yep. Uh I don't even remember what the score was, so but we're starting I think zero, zero. I think if we're st- starting the next season, season yeah. of '90s now, mm-hmm. we'll give little Adam a break. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so for trivia, mm-hmm. uh, we're starting at a clean slate. Yep. Uh, our names are our buzzers. This yep. is how we do. Kelly gives us a couple of questions, mm-hmm. and uh, we try to show off. Yeah. <laughs> so Adam uh, Bunchels. So, Thank you very much, Kelly. Here's, <laughs> I worry for you on question one. We have two questions today? We have two questions today. Okay. So uh, what 90s sitcom featured a fictional television show called Tool Time? Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> Go Sharon. It was that one there with uh, Tim Allen and mm-hmm. the people. But I That's need a, a way too long. I need that a name. doesn't count. <laughs> I, need a, I need a name. You need a name. What was it called? I totally don't remember the name of the show. All right. So that's... Wilson was the neighbor. Yeah. So Adam gets a guess then? Because he... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, if Wilson was the neighbor... Yeah. Oh, please. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. You were just doing... I actually thought he was trying to do some math there. <laughs> uh, home Improvement. Oh, damn it. Home Improvement was the uh, was the one there. And the show was Toolside? Tool Time was the Tool fictional time. fake... It was such a good show. Tool Time with Tim the Toolman Taylor. Exactly. That yeah. makes sense. And Al... And Al. With his um, oh, yeah. plaid ensembles. Yes. That was good. It was a good show. It was a good show, yeah. And I really liked the, uh, was it Patricia Richardson? What was it? Her yeah, play? yeah, yeah. The, the wife? The she wife. was awesome. I don't know what happened to her after that. Like, I don't know if she went on to do other things. I didn't see her. Wasn't she the wife in the Die Hard movies? Or am I confusing? Was she? No, it wasn't her. Mm-mm. I'm conf- Similar, though. Yeah, I could yeah, see yeah. why you would. You Character would. actresses. Yes, exactly. Nice. Uh, and all three boys on that show. On Jonathan Taylor Thomas. All had three names. That's true. And, well, they, Zachary Ty Bryan. See? And? The little guy. Peanut. Do you remember his name? No. Okay. <laughs> I not remember the name of the show, Kel. I'm not going to remember his name. Make sure you rate us five stars for yeah. all of our accurate information that we give you. They don't remember anything. Five stars. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> Question number two. So right. it's uh, still nil, nil here. In Friends, what was the name of the character... That Joey played on the soap opera Days of Our Lives. Sharon. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Uh, Drake Ramore. Go, oh, Sharon! Good for you. I actually thought Adam was going to get that one over you. And, I, then, and then guess what? He did India Boom! Yeah. I knew it was a doctor. Because <laughs> I figured, like, maybe you're a. Are you a. I, I did, I did are you watch. A friends I did watch all of Friends. Okay, great. Only once, though, so. But, okay. Well, now I, I know now that Sharon said it, but. Yeah. yeah. Actually, Friends All came right. out the same year Adam was born. That's Great. true. You were what, like, because it would have started September-ish, so you were, your February? I was six months old, yeah. I was wow. born in February. Yep. So. Holy moly. 
It's pretty jazzy. He's a baby. He is. <laughs> I am. Where are we headed next, Sharon? Uh, well, we're headed into 2021. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Okay. But <laughs> to give you something to look forward to, if not uh, that things are supposed to get back to normal by then, yep. mm-hmm. uh, you'll have a new memoir from Sharon Stone coming your way exactly. in March of 2021. It's called The Beauty of Living Twice. And she's that smart. And my take on that is that I I believe that it's partially because she's uh, she had that scary stroke in 2001. Yep. So I think that all ties into that. She's going to talk in the memoir about um, her varied movie career, if you will, the two marriages that she had going on, uh, that near fatal stroke that she had, and also uh, the humanitarian work she's done, which I believe is for some AIDS work that she's she's done that. And so, and I didn't know this until sort of reading the information about the upcoming book, but she's actually had three near-death experiences so when she was 14 it sounds like she was almost strangled by a like a washing line uh, I don't know if she was outside I don't know if it was a clothes you know hanging your clothes I, I think it could be that don't quote me though then she was hit by lightning good god um which apparently she was in the house and it somehow came in the house and struck her and blew her against the um refrigerator Wow. And she's and her mom slapped her way back awake or something like that. So and old then, school. And exactly. Get up. <laughs> and then the stroke. So she actually says that when the time actually does come for her to really kick it for real, that it's gonna be um nuts and nasty, probably. She's just gonna be like, All right, I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. I'm good. Wow. So yeah, and um, she's wicked smart too. Oh yeah. Like really, really smart. I don't think her and and Sarah Jessica Parker have made up from the uh remember they had a, like a social media back and forth after. I don't remember that. You don't? No. Cause so there was always rumors that they didn't get along in the last while. I don't know if that was when they were still on the show or it started after, but there was like a problemo there. When um, was, Sharon Stone was on Oh not Sharon Stone. I was oh my god, I'm so confusing her with the other one. Oh. Kim Cattrall. Phew. I completely blanked for a second. You know what happened there? You started a rumor. I did start a rumor. So sorry. <laughs> it's Kim Cattrall and Sarah Je- Jessica Parker still not happy with one another. And that, Sharon Stone's fine, She's though. fine with Sarah Jessica Parker. They probably have the same hairstylist. <laughs> That's also a rumor, but go with it if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're still not good. because, And I think it got worse after Kim Cattrall's brother passed away. Right. That was the social yes, media. We talked about that. Yes, because Sarah put out a message, I think. Yeah. And then And that wasn't enough for Kim Cattrall. Wasn't enough and I think was she just she just lost her marbles. Like she was like, I don't need your like yeah. I guess to placate me on social media or whatever. Well, I it think was... also that uh enough had happened before that mm-hmm. that 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 maybe struck her as you're doing it for others. Yeah, for, yeah, for like a big show. That's probably yeah. that's probably correct. Oh, women. but um, are you a Sharon Stone fan? I can't believe she's already sixty-two. I keep I'm I fans she... of women named Sharon. That's true. Exactly. I, I'm sort of locked with her at being like forty. Like she's still forty in my. She's got a timeless brain. quality for sure, and there's no doubt yeah. that that the the beauty of living twice will yeah. be a page turner. Remember that scene in um, Basic Instinct, the leg one, the scene. <laughs> We're going to need to put a camera at your knees. Yeah. Is that okay with you? Yeah. <laughs> can no? You, can you imagine what it was like for women, obviously throughout the history of movie making, but I think as we started to approach the 20th century, like in the 90s when it was still okay to really not be great with them and the things they were asked to do. Yeah. 
And uh, obviously, it's still been up until a few years ago, the things they were asked to do. but um, And asked in a way that you didn't have a choice and that, yeah. you, you know what, there is somebody that will do it if you don't want to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. By the way, speaking of gross stuff like that, um, I read in the last little while, and again, I think it's opinion at this fa- point and not fact, but it sounds like Matt Lauer at one point is hoping to get a gig again. <laughs> and I'm like, any... Good luck, Matt Lauer. Yeah. I'm like, donkey. any... I can't imagine... Imagine, like, because this was such a gross infringement of trust and workplace um, boundaries and all that stuff. How do you get back from that? Because we he we, hasn't he never really apologized. No, that's the other thing. He he actually wrote somebody um, air. I forget wh- which which media outlet, but they actually ran his opinion piece that he wrote. An op ed. Yeah, basically an op ed on like how he was treated. And, Poor him. Oh, yeah. No, ridiculous. But you know what's oh, also yeah. shocking to me is recently I read again that he actually has a new girlfriend or something. And I guess I'm just like, I'm like, what type of person is going to give that guy another chance? It's like, I don't get it. Is she older or younger? Um, I don't think too much younger, but like younger enough. Huh. Like she's not 25, I don't believe. But look at Julie Chen. Right. Sorry. Look at Julie Chen Moonves. Yeah. She stood by her man. Well, she stood by her man and and put his name on hers. I mean, they were married and everything, mm-hmm. but her professional name was her own. Mm-hmm. And then when everything happened in a stand by your man kind of way, she she did it. Yeah. And good for her. Well, she he got a ridiculously large settlement, right, from CBS. And I want to say I'm going to say the number, but I I'm not sure if it's right, but I feel like it's close to being right. I think it was like 100 million dollars. A quadrillion, like it's something sick. Like he yeah. was able, so he's not like even though he's not having a job at the moment, like he is fine. You know what I mean? It was some ridiculous amount like that. And maybe they're in court, you know? Oh yeah, and we don't know. Yeah, because we've been be. focusing on like pandemic stuff. Exactly, we've been a little bit busy, Sharon. Well, that's you know what that that is good news for the people that are getting in trouble because yeah, news is on other things and attention's elsewhere. But yeah, crap still happens. Yeah. <laughs> Crappens. Is that your tagline That's my for 2020? <laughs> yeah, 2020. Crap happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, Boku. Oh, Boku indeed, Kelly. And I yep. think that uh, with our Fast Five for today. Let's do it. Well, I thought that we'd go 90s movie soundtracks. I, I do like it. You know, because we're in summer mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and why not stay there? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I figured, uh, I just it's a random grab of different That's movies fine. from the 90s. Somebody actually told me yesterday that they're over summer. I'm like, are you on drugs? And well, you know what? Of the five within this uh, category, I think mm. only one of them came out just at the start of summer. Okay. But now that we're in this summer, and technically the joke is that everybody's uh, run out of Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here are some uh, suggestions, perhaps, that you can take into the rest of your summer now. How about train spotting and a trip back to 1996? I never saw that. Oh, my was gosh. Was that you and McGregor? You should see that okay. movie. Okay. Mostly because heroin was the name of the game, Kel. Oh, uh-huh. Uh, right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Start that rumor. <laughs> Kelly's pretty hardcore. Um, and the funny thing about uh, heroin being uh, as a game, tough to shake. Right. You can't just say I'm out because mm. it usually grabs you right back. But Elastica, Pulp and Blur help keep the soundtrack in the 90s. And even though Lust for Life, the uh, commanding Iggy Pop classic is from 1977, it fits in perfectly with the energy on Train Spotting. 
Dazed and Confused. Mm. How about that one? That was another one, uh, soundtrack-wise, that was relatively stuck in uh, the 70s because it puts us on the last day of high school in 1976. Um, but it could just as easily be on the set of a, you know, last day of high school in the 90s with the excitement of shaking off the school year and getting into summer mode, that one pivotal day that leads into the uh, time and how that could set the tone for the rest of the summer. Pretty 70s heavy soundtrack, like I said, but interesting to note that of the bands on it, ZZ Top, Black Sabbath, Kiss, and Joan Jett, featured with the Runaways on the soundtrack, they are all still making music and touring. Fantastic. Side note, we'll get back to touring. (laughs) Empire Records is another good one. Mm -hmm. 1995 for that puts us in the uh, dream job of working at a record store and that quirky collective of employees who do their part to help save this gem of an independent shop from getting gobbled up by corporate. Uh, Because it's the part-time employee, Kel, that usually gets that kind of job done. We're going to save it from corporate. (laughs) You pay me by the hour, right? Um, Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger, Ethan Embry, and a few others in this classic. And the soundtrack include uh, some classic 90s bands like Gin Blossoms, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and Better Than Ezra. Those are all weird 90s band names, man. Also true. Uh, but Edwin Collins was the star of that soundtrack oh, with Girl yes. Like You. That was such a great song. Oh, Love my God. It. So great. So yeah. great. It's, it's, one of, it's kind of timeless, too. I just heard yeah. it the other day. Yeah. Uh, how about Pulp Fiction? Ooh, you ever see that 95, one? 95, yes. 94, 95? 94, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. A uh, little less than uh, easy to explain, this Quentin Tarantino masterpiece, but that's the case with anything that Tarantino does. Uh, but what he does is that he makes music one of the characters in his film. So mm-hmm. Al Green and Dusty Springfield will class up the joint where Cool and the Gang dirty it up with Jungle Boogie. Urge Overkill applies some 90s sensibility to the Ni- uh, Neil Diamond original. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. <laughs> it's a like wo- he's it's like he's here. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> Lead singer of uh, Urge Overkill, Black Onassis. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Uh, <laughs> now, the one summer movie takes us back to 1994. A summer movie on this list mm. for the Fast Five is The Crow. Oh. Now, The Crow, this was mm. uh, the one, uh, or was supposed to be the one that catapulted the career of Jason Lee, sorry, Brandon Lee, mm. um, and instead became one of the sad stories of 1994, becoming the last film for Brandon Lee, who was injured on set and died in surgery <sighs> afterward. Rage Against the Machine, Nine Inch Nails, The Rollins Band, and Stone Temple Pilots kept the energy just right on the soundtrack to The Crow. Until you brought that up, I completely forgot about that incident with Brandon Lee. Completely forgot about it. Yeah, that was a that was weird a huge, deal. so weird, and so and like just even like the tone of the movie kind of fit in with mm-hmm. like the fact that it even happened. Like it was so terrible. Yes, yeah. terrible. That wraps up your fast five, yo. Good job, Sharon. In the movies, you know what happens at the movies? Air conditioning. <laughs> so that's an option if you're in a section of the world where the uh, the humidity is high, exactly, and the hair is bad. July twenty third, nineteen ninety three, Poetic Justice came out, so the soundtrack oh. was around there. That's pretty good. And there is an artist on there who's now, the name is escaping me, which I can't believe. Is it Janet Jackson? She's on there with the song again, which is lovely. <laughs> so lovely. Um, but there was a recently, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of the song, but, or no, it might have been on Above the Rim. Maybe that was the soundtrack. But the artist, she's an R&B artist, and she recently passed away. And she would have only been like somewhere between 48 and 52, I want to say. Wow. And uh, it, yeah, it was a shock to sort of be like, you know, because like you start placing yourself, like you still think think you're 20 because you heard that song when you were 20 yep. and you're like how did this happen so grown up 
Yeah, crazy, crazy business. Man. Any message for our fans, our fans, followers, fans, <laughs> listeners? I feel like well I just sound fans. Well, fans, we uh, appreciate you so much. Yeah, we appreciate that you're finding us wherever you do. Uh, and every time that you do, mm-hmm. we are happy to bring you along into the next season of 90s Now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're inclined to rate us, do it. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're if you're not sure, you know, like how how you would rate us, I, five stars. Yeah, simple. And, you like to keep it simple. Feel sassy when you do it. Yeah, <laughs> five stars. Exactly. That's exactly how Mia and Shane feel. So and we love them for long-time it. Long-time listeners. And uh, yeah, you can always check the website as well, nineties Right on, Adam. Yes. Thanks, Mandinka. You're welcome, <laughs> Sharona. <laughs> and Kel. Appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And you guys, thanks for listening to 90s Now, still happening.